Hey everybody, and welcome to Rapid Tremblings, Podcast 371. This time I have a little bit to say about Tiny Tina's Wonderland's Endgame, and that's all I have to talk about this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So in terms of an update of how much I have played, I have completed the main campaign on two different characters, and I completed all of the side missions on my main character. I still have tons of golden dice and collectible poetry pages, as well as memory dice, and I think a few challenges left to do. So there is quite a lot to do uh, beyond the campaign. I have played... I think about 125 hours according to Epic, although I don't think that counts my offline time because that count doesn't seem uh, like enough. So if it is not counting my offline time played, uh, there's another 50 hours probably that I've played beyond that. I played Borderlands 1, 2, and 3, but the only DLC I actually remember doing is Tiny Tina's, And that was because when I finished the main campaigns in those, I really didn't have any desire to keep playing the grinding of the special levels. I think they're uh, mayhem levels in the standard Borderlands games. Just didn't interest me very much. I was actually going to start considering uh, checking them out in the uh, Borderlands 3 game, but that's right when my new laptop died. And so that kind of quickly put that thought to an end. But since it only took me about 23 hours to complete the main campaign on my first character in Wonderlands, uh, as you might guess from the math there, that is quite a lot of play uh, beyond the main campaign uh, spent in what they call the Chaos Chamber. The Chaos Chamber, I guess, would most easily be described as a roguelike sort of set of fights. It has a few different modes to it, but they're all pretty much... Uh, sort of variants of the main sort of randomized theme. The first mode it has is a featured run, which I think is the only one that has set rooms in it. And those rooms are set on a weekly basis by the devs and the final boss, and I think the mini boss are all uh, specifically chosen as well. So that's the only one that is Uh, not as random. I I think the encounters you get uh, might be like set types, but not, you know, specific fixed uh, spawns, as it were. The next mode is called normal mode, and the mode after that is called extended. And both of those are pretty much the same, except for the extended one is longer. I believe normal mode is two random rooms and then a random mini-boss, and then I think two random rooms again, and then a random uh, final boss. With the extended run, uh, I think being 
two rooms, mini boss, two rooms, mini boss, and then two rooms in the final boss. I'm not totally sure. The normal runs take me about half an hour to 45 minutes, and then the longer runs take like an hour and a half, I think it took me for one run. I don't know how uh, most people do it, but most people say it takes about half that time. Most people will say a normal run's like 15 or 20 minutes. So I don't know, I might not be very good at them. And then the last mode is called a Chaos Trial. And this is how you increase your Chaos Rank. The Chaos Rank starts at 1 and will go all the way up to 20. And when you complete a trial and then actually succeed by defeating the final boss, that will increase and unlock the rank. So if you do your first one, it will be a trial for uh, Chaos Rank 2. And then if you win, you will unlock uh, the ability to turn your Chaos Rank up to Rank 2. And don't forget to do that, because when you change your Chaos Rank, it does require a very quick reload of the level. So don't forget to do that if you want to uh, change your Chaos Rank. And then you just do those uh, one at a time up until 20. And you can always go down anytime you want, but you can only go up to the highest rank that you have unlocked. Increasing the rank does have uh, various effects on the bad guys in terms of like how much damage they do, how much hit points they have, etc. The big benefit for you would be how much loot luck it increases, so your odds of uh, finding better loot go up. Ideally, you'll want to be level 40, so those will all be uh, level 40. And there are sort of three tiers of gear you will get. That is the sort of normal gear, I will call it. And there's no uh, special flag for those. It will be the same rarity of stuff that you have seen uh, in the game up until that point. And the next tier, I think you'll start seeing these drop around Chaos Rank 8, will be items with a chaotic flag added to them. And these will just be a little bit better uh, than their normal versions. So as example, you get a legendary that's, you know, a regular legendary that's good, but if you get a chaotic legendary, it will be just a little bit better. So ideally, once you start seeing chaotic drops, uh, you'll eventually want to replace all of your stuff with the better chaotic versions. Sort of the last tier you will have access to. I've heard kind of mixed comments about it, at Chaos Rank 20, you will actually have a percentage chance uh, to see Voltaic gear, I think it's called. But I heard one person uh, mention that it can drop as early as Chaos Rank 15, so I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. I am only on Rank 15, so I haven't seen any drop yet, but I've only been playing at that rank uh, for a little while. I'm still trying to work my way towards 20 to be sure. But for each run in the Chaos Chamber, you will have a randomized encounter, and as you beat bad guys and do uh, some secret things, you will get crystals, and these crystals can be spent on either buffs. Uh, during the run, you will find them sort of, I guess, in like pots. Um, you'll know it when you see it. It's pretty obviously this, this thing is a buff station as well as at the end of the run, after you beat the final boss, there will be a treasure room, and you can spend the crystals, ideally in increments of 500, uh, to specify a type of loot you would like to get. 
Like as example, maybe you want to try for class armor, or you want to try for submachine guns. There are special stations you can feed your crystals into to get those items. You can put fewer than 500 in at a time, but you'll only do that uh, at the very end when you have less than 500, because it spits out sort of a, a chunk of items for each um, feeding, I guess you could call it. There are, I guess you could call it, four kinds of rooms. And the first room I think you're always going to be uh, forced to do is a Dragon Lord room. So at the end of this room, when you've beaten all the bad guys, the Dragon Lord will appear, and he will put his hands out, and in each hand there will be uh, what the game calls a curse. One will be harder than the other one, though uh, they differ from, I think, easy to medium to hard. And these will give the enemies uh, some kind of buff, and sometimes it will alter how the arena uh, will get buffs. Like, sometimes it will get like lava pools on the floor. And very rarely it will actually debuff you as well. Unfortunately, mousing over uh, the name of the thing won't tell you what it does, which is kind of dumb because people can just write them down or look them up or something. I don't know why it doesn't tell you immediately. It will tell you very briefly once you select it. Um, as it ports you to the next room, you'll be able to uh, quickly see what the effects were. In addition to whatever uh, debuffs you get, the difficulty you chose will increase your crystal drop. So if you chose something easy or medium, it will increase your crystal drop a little bit. Or if you choose the harder option, uh, it will increase your crystal drop by quite a bit. So there's sort of a, a balance there on how much danger you want to uh, increase the run by in terms of you know balancing that by how many more crystals you will get if you make it through. The second type of room is a butt stallion kind of room and at the end of that one uh, butt stallion will appear and when you interact with her uh, she'll give you a buff before sending you uh, to the next room and that will be usually a plus two or sometimes a plus three to uh, one of your skills. I think it's totally random. It might be totally random of ones you've picked, uh, but it might also just be completely random, you know, anything in your class. I'm not totally sure on that one. The other two types of rooms, I'm really not sure what the difference is um, long term, but one will be a loot room. It's sort of a small loot chest. And then the last one is a crystals room, which is sort of a very, very fancy looking chest. And the crystal room will give you a bunch of extra crystals at the end of the run. The loot room, in theory, is supposed to give you more loot. Though I'm not really sure I've ever actually noticed it giving more loot. I suppose, in theory, the big difference is in order to spend your crystals, you have to succeed at the run. Because if you run out of lives uh, during your chaos run, you'll be booted out and you won't be able to spend your crystals in the treasure room. So I guess uh, if you get, you know, loot and pick it up or it goes to your lost loot uh, box, you would get it. But, you know, any crystal purchased items couldn't be purchased because then all of your crystals would be lost and you're, you know, bounced out of the run. I will give the tip that if you are doing a chaos trial 
uh, to unlock the next chaos rank. I would recommend that you spend all of your crystals during your run to give you as many offensive buffs uh, as possible, as well as choosing any easier options um, when you're forced to pick at the Dragon Lord. These can give you a pretty big uh, advantage when getting through it. And since you're trying to upgrade the rank, there's not really a whole lot of reason to save them for the end, because you'll really want to do that on a farming run, which I would recommend, uh, you know, pretty much the opposite of that. Save all of your crystals for the end, unless, you know, you see a buff or two that might be super beneficial to increasing um, your odds of survival. As I think I implied briefly earlier, there are a few things that are secret to watch out for in the run. Uh, I will not spoil what they are. I will just say keep your eyes open and as you notice things, uh, try them out. And once you get more familiar with them and if you can't figure them out, you know, then look for uh, what they are online. There are many guides which will uh, tell you all about them, but I think it's much more fun to try and figure them out. The first DLC has launched, but everything prior to this was recorded uh, before that, so a few things have been added and a few things have changed. They changed the total number of chaos levels now to 35 instead of 20, and they have added a new item tier, which will be called Primordial, and that will appear at the maximum chaos rank of 35. So I guess now, in terms of Chaos Rank, I'm sort of in the middle of where it was instead of close to the end. But probably the cooler feature that the new DLC added was a new zone called the Dream Veil Overlook. This is a pretty cool, really sort of tiny zone, but there's a lot of stuff going on in the background that looks uh, very cool and interesting. I like the overall feel of it quite a bit. But in this zone, there is a new mirror that you can step into. I only got a chance to try this twice, but it is a new endgame activity. It's kind of, I guess, similar to missions in that it has fixed zones that you'll be going through, but I think the enemy location is a little bit randomized, as per, I guess, any uh, regular mission map would be. But you are trying to defeat the boss at the end of a set of maps. And on the way you'll have sort of side goals you can also do. And as you kill bad guys and do these side goals, you will get a new currency, which I think is called souls. But unlike the Chaos Chamber, souls will be kept uh, forever. So until you use them, you will still have them. So you gain them as you're doing the run, and then when the run closes out, uh, you'll still have them. Because you spend them at the Wheel of Fate, uh, which is in the main zone area, not uh, inside the adventure area. There is actually nowhere in the adventure area that you can spend these souls at. And this wheel, very similar to the Chaos Chamber, uh, will give you special drops. But these drops are uh, completely random. According to the website, this boss will have four different forms. So in theory, you would go through it and beat him uh, four different times. These are releasing one week uh, apart. So the first week, you'll only have access to the first form. And then the week after, you'll have the second form. And the week after that, the third form. And the week after that, the fourth form. And of course, you won't 
uh, you know, have to fight a higher form than you've actually beaten. It will be kind of like a miniature uh, chaos rank in that you beat the first rank and then you can access the second rank and so on. I don't know what their plans are uh, for this zone and mirror challenge uh, in the future, but it does seem like they are implying that future DLCs uh, will add on new challenges and who knows uh, where they will go in the future after that. But it does kind of seem like this is a thing that they're going to sort of add on in the future as an alternate to the Chaos Chamber in that you're getting something more like uh, an actual adventure with, you know, a fixed goal that you're going for that's more similar to sort of ongoing quests. And I do like it uh, quite a bit. As I said, I only got a chance to try it twice. Uh, and I didn't succeed. It's pretty tough. There are some tricks to it that I uh, will not spoil for you. But if you got the Chaotic Great Edition, you already have access to the first three DLC. So this will already be included and automatically unlocked. If you got the basic version that does not include the DLC, uh, I do believe you have to pay for it. And I think it's only like 10 bucks. I'm tempted to say. But I like it quite a bit. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. And that's all for the changes uh, in the DLC, but I like uh, what I've seen quite a bit so far. But that's all I have to say for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and game activities. That's really it uh, for this week's podcast. I've been pretty sad and depressed lately. Everything is still um, pretty much the worst. And now things are uh, even more worse than ever. I discovered recently that my brakes on my car are pretty much all dead. The back ones are critical, and the front ones they say should be replaced, but at the rate I drive at, um, you know, mathing it out, it should last probably two or three more years easily before you know they actually really need to be replaced. But that is apparently like 300-ish per set, so that is not money I have. <laughs> so I am uh, very worried and sad about that because I not only you know don't really have money for bills coming up, but now there's that uh, on top of it. There's just a little bit of noise in the one rear brake and it's not even a screech yet. It's just kind of a as I like slow down the car. So I don't think it's really uh, super critical, but you know, it should be replaced. Um, you know, and that's on my list. And that will, of course, uh, slow down any replacement of the new laptop uh, by quite a lot. So that is, uh, you know, not great and certainly doesn't help me uh, feel better because everything is already the worst. And that's now, you know, another thing that is uh, something that I need to do that I don't have money for. I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time, but I will try for three weeks from now. And hopefully, I'll see everybody then. Good thing is bye.
you have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit dot com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbit dot com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License, 2022.